you having fun just staring from across the room you've got to stretch your stuff and i'll show you just what to do now you gotta dance gotta make your advance you gotta show you've got the guts i gotta move that'll make them swoop and it's called the two-step strut now dance with me And Mike, um, are we gonna are we gonna start or? I I fucking hate you. Oh, why did you? For what you made me do? Did you this not week. like the Pauly Shore movie? I prepared a statement at the end of Lizzie McGuire about how you made me watch that bad movie. I I the the records will show. I did message you while watching this that you are a bad person for making me do this because this movie is fucking trash. And did the weasel awful. not delight you? Oh my god. That actually is making me even more furious. <laughs> I could not stand this fucking movie. Oh man, I love this movie. I don't know. I, it, it still got me. Like I I I tweeted this out. Um but I could watch the tsunami of California boy crawl um make these midwestern nice people feel uncomfortable for hours. And I did. The only there's only one part of this movie that I liked, and that was Steven Tyler. Pigeons. Oh yeah, that was the only thing in this movie that. Oh, got I me. loved all. I loved most of it. Most of his outfits. I oh, I loved the God. Daisy Dukes with the, the leather jacket and hat. Oh man, the Green Acres truck bed thing that was like so hype for me. Um, there was no part of this movie that I would say I liked other than Steven Tyler PJs. Maybe when he's doing some freestyle yeah. down uh, <laughs> rapping, oh, I guess. My, my favorite part of that scene, actually, is the old guy who does the stage dive and falls on his face. Um, and then he gets up and he's like, ha-ha! <laughs> like, I'm just like, okay, like, you should be dead and not excited that that just happened to you. This movie was so fucking bad. I love this movie. Not, not, many, not many good Thanksgiving movies out there. I mean, I offered a Garfield Thanksgiving, and you were insistent that we, whatever, be delighted by the weasel. And I was. I was thoroughly mm. was. I'm giving thanks that I never have to watch another Pauly Shore movie for this podcast ever again. Ooh. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I mean, if you do a challenge, I'll do it. Otherwise, I'm putting my foot down to no more Biodome? Um, no. Uh, the, the one where he's in the army? I think it's called In the Army Now? No. I mean, that is the title, but I mean, no, I'm not doing it. Unless you, like, force me to do it via a challenge. Polly Shore is dead? The sequel? No, I'm not going to speak ill of Polly Shore. I want to, but I, I, that's his shtick, and I respect the guy for his hustle with his shtick, but cannot tolerate his films. I cannot sanction what, his what, buffoonery. What specifically about Polly Shore irked you about this particular performance by the man? Every... Polly Shore's shtick does not irk me. It is this movie in which every scene was designed to just be like, hey, what if Pauly Shore did the worst possible thing he could in this moment? And like, that was the height, like that was it. That was the comedy of this movie. And it wasn't like, at no point was it like, oh no, like we're going to just like, this scene's going to be a nice touching scene. It was like, no, Pauly Shore is going to show up and be Pauly Shore. And that's going to make everything a hundred times worse. Like, I don't think my my arms have fully unclenched from cringing for the 90 minutes of this movie. <laughs> it's a very cringy movie. It's like, you're almost embarrassed for everyone in the room. Almost like that. Cause it's a culture clash movie, right? It's about this California dude going to the small South Dakota town and like, just wrecking up the place with his uh, liberal, uh, liberal views, basically, which is the plot of every nineties film. I'm pretty sure <laughs> is, um, yeah, his weird and like but he's also just like sort of a creep he is a like, little bit of a creep walks, yeah he and the and the main mm -hmm. character rebecca played by carlo uh from, um, from uh probably uh the haunting of hill house uh most recently fame um sin, sin city mm -hmm. she's in watchmen yeah. as well they're not together he's just her beard mm -hmm. basically at this point he walks into the by a bathroom in which she is presumably in a towel bent over he walks up and just like wraps his arms around her like they're 
like lovers. Then it turns out to be her mom. He then talks about how hot her mom is and how he can make her look even hotter. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you like? I get the point, but also like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird because he's like a total horn dog throughout the entire movie. And yeah. I think we're supposed to understand that him and Rebecca have this sort of like relationship that is like where they like they fall in love by the end of the like, yeah it's unsaid but i'll i'll call it subtext of this movie where the idea of when he when she thinks that um crawl which is his <laughs> name has slept with um tiffany amber Thiessen, uh kelly kapowski from say by the bell for some of our older listeners yeah. i guess she is like absolutely devastated mm-hmm. And there's just a lot of like very like thinly veiled knowing looks between the two of them of like, oh, no, we're going to hook up. Yeah. Well, I think like, like their their friendship was like a very I think their relationship was like very loving and like touchy. And like that's the kind of like boundaries that they already had like discussed before. Like, right. um, but yeah, it's weird for him because he gooses her at one point. Like they hold hands a lot, but that and that's fine. Like friends i I mean i friends hold hands mm-hmm. like that it's not a big deal but he's like she's in it she's basically naked in a bathroom or he so he thinks and he just like runs up and just like puts yeah. his arms around her like to be playful and then later gooses yeah. her like i don't know fuck this movie when it feels like that he slept with kelly kapowski she's betrayed in the fiction of the lie that's going on it's kind of like this weird like she she's she's upset because they might have had, they might have a thing, right? And then it it, it mm-hmm. gets a little awkward there towards the end. I actually think like the last forty or maybe thirty minutes of this movie are kind of boring and do not fit the tone of the rest, the beginning of the movie. Oh, sorry, just the last thirty yeah, minutes yeah. of this movie because it gets kind of. I think the last ninety-eight minutes of this movie are pretty yeah, boring because the because it, it starts out with him. Like, well, it starts out with her in college in California, and it's like, ooh, wild and crazy California compared to, like, boring South Dakota. Um, and then, God. and then so many wild Paldi Shore tsunami things happen once he gets to the farm. And then it gets, like, to the point where you're like, oh, I care about this family. And then it gets kind of very boring. And, like, she moves, to, she goes to UCLA from having lived presumably in, like, the heartland of America mm-hmm. on a farm. And within, like, two weeks, Paulie Shore has. Got her new wardrobe, dyed her hair. She's day drinking, uh, and got a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Like, just wildly in like two months, just went fully off the reservation. Well, I'm not saying those are th- wrong things to do. It's just wickedly yeah. fast to make that well, many changes. Because they set up the time of like, oh, I'll see you at Thanksgiving, and then, um, mm-hmm. oh, and that's why we're doing this movie. It's because it is a Thanksgiving movie, technically. Yeah, happy fucking Thanksgiving, <laughs> freakles. Uh, we're having Weasel this year. Madison brought this shit movie and I brought the fury. <laughs> well, you like this yeah. movie for some mm-hmm. God knows reason. Um, I couldn't stand it and barely would call it a movie, but it may be surprised. It may surprise you to learn that other people have opinions on this movie. That's right. Gang. I managed to scrounge up some daddy's tomatoes. <laughs> Okay, so Chris S. gave this five stars. Great movie at looking in the mind of the college student and their indulging of their deep fantasies. End of review. Hmm. What was the deepest fantasy you indulged in in college, Madison? Oh, that I wanted to be a criminology major. And then I Ooh. took... Ooh, too spicy, too spicy. Back up. <laughs> you think? You Back think? up, too spicy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's tame it down a little bit. Kids listen to this, I assume. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty steamy and pretty spicy that oh, yeah. uh, after I got my nice, first test nice, back nice. out of out of out of the 101 uh-huh. class that I got like a D and I was like, maybe I shouldn't mm. be doing this. <laughs> it was palpable. Oof. The the so, the stress. Oh, so yeah. steamy. That steamy sexy yeah. stress. Just kidding. College stress is yeah. fucking the worst. Also, like I I had the least steamy college experience in the world um uh we were friends oh yeah when we were in german together that was the the most (laughs) that was the spiciest time oh octung madison octung i I wonder uh air loisman or air johnson is doing now uh off the record we never took german together 
No, Are you didn't. sure? Because you took German, right? No. I thought you were in that class. I ended up taking like, I took like three semesters oh. of Spanish. We had like novel writing. We had novel together. writing. I remember that, but I thought you were in my German class. I never took oh, German. That's weird. We no. should leave this in because this is great. <laughs> that my deepest fantasy was Mike Knoll being in German class with me. <laughs> Oof. Mm. I uh, uh, manifested you there. So I was looking for more tomatoes and um, I fell down what I'm calling a Revron hole there in the patch. Revron uh, from Remdesivir. This was from a Rev. No, unfortunately. This is who I, I believe Reverend Ron. I'm not sure, but it's it's a reviewer who linked to his blog for this movie, revronmovies.blogspot.com. We'll put a link in the show notes for anybody who's interested in what's about <laughs> to happen. Um, he basically pieced together the Polly Shore cinematic okay. universe. And I'm just, I'm going to let you know, there's some bombshells in this, some truth bombs that I don't know if you're ready for. Reveron, I'm, the visionary, the great thinker, the... I'm bracing myself for the Rev. So we begin with Encino Man, where he's a high school student that unearths a caveman. Mm-hmm. Um, after the events of that film, Stony Brown, the main character played by the weasel himself, leaves Dave and Link behind to go to college, where he now goes by the name of Crawl. Okay. Right? Now, obviously, there's no backing up evidence here. Revron doesn't need yeah. evidence here. This is obvious. I mean, naturally, this makes sense. One, because the Encino man, I'm pretty sure, is in this fucking movie. He's the one, I'm pretty sure, who takes the frog off of the hat. That's that's Brendan Fraser, yeah. That uh, I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be the Encino man. The weirdest cameo yeah. ever in the So world. there he meets a girl, ends up going home uh, with her, blah, 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 et cetera. The plot of this movie, basically. After the events of this film, Brown, now Crawl, decides that the life he's leading is not for him, or he gets run out of town because his act gets old, and he finds himself in Glendale, California, where he befriends a man named Jack, and they work at a Best Buy wannabe store together. This is in the army now. Brown mm-hmm. has now taken the name of Bones Conway, and all Revron, hand, hand up to Revron, he did the work here. He found out the reason and how, how this makes sense, because assumingly, when thinking up his new identity, he was watching a Star Trek rerun before seeing Tim Conway of the Carol Burnett show fame mm-hmm. in a commercial or something. I mean, <laughs> oh, wow. Like just digging, digging through stories to find that gem. I mean, he's doing the work. He's doing the work. This is all piecing together pretty well. Yeah. If you're if you're following like Polly yeah. Shore's character as uh-huh. like high school student, college student, then joins the army. <laughs> yeah. So there they end up joining the army and the film in the army now is made. After the events of that movie, which includes Shore and Andy Dick somehow saving the day and opening a seemingly successful electronic store, Conway's relationship with Lori Petty's character falls apart when the business goes under after a circuit city comes into town. And after possibly killing a sex worker, he's forced to leave town again and ultimately finds himself in a new town with a new name, Tommy Collins. And again, I mean... From the 50-yard line, Revron finds the, the, the connective tissue there because he thought of his name at, while at a bar. Hmm. Tom Collins. In this new town, he fails to become a stripper and ends up serving on a jury where he milks the system, shows he's an incompetent fool, before winning the love of his fellow jurors and, even more impossible, the heart of Tia Carrere. So, we move on from jury duty here. So once that story ends, Tia Carrere's character obviously finds out that Tommy Collins murdered a sex worker in another town and it's about to call the cops on him before he flees yet again complete with another name change bud squirrel mcintosh and i mean this is this is the piece mm-hmm. de resistance of journalism work here by revron this time he got his name after a series of rapid fire eye movements that caught sight of a budweiser an old apple computer and of course a squirrel i mean where does he find this like what it is like Pauly Shore is the man writing this. Is Pauly Shore Reveron? He might I be. I mean, tune in. That's for the next. What? That's for next week's Reveron hole. One thing's for certain: if Reveron is listening to, listening to you read his his manifesto, he is orgasmically coming right now because he. This is everything he wanted out of when he wrote this. He's like, my manifesto is being read on a podcast. My, my <laughs> manifesto is being read to a dozen people. Yeah. So here, here we kind of wrap up as Reverend just 
briefly runs through the events of Biodome, and then just does include, then in 2003, he apparently dies. Allegedly dies. Allegedly dies. That's the story of Stony Brown, knee crawl, knee Tommy Collins, knee uh, <laughs> Bud Conway, or whatever the fuck. I've only Bones seen... Conway. I've only seen three of those movies. I've never seen well, Encino Man. Uh, well, you're almost halfway through the Polly Shore Cinematic Universe then, my friend. Yeah. Um, you know anyway, Polly Shore. Polly Shore is going to show up in my in my <laughs> Avengers 2 uh, Dark oh, sequel Christ. or whatever. Anyway, after I'd fallen down the Revron hole, I wasn't able to get any more tomatoes. So Yeah. Uh, I mean, how could you? I mean, you read Perfection. I mean, I saw God. I saw the I think, face of God at the bottom of the Revron hole. I think you can end tomatoes at this point because you found you found the you found the nugget. Cool. Are you ready to sequelize this film, buddy? I mean, I think I just did because the technic- the sequel to this film canonically is um, Jury Duty or in the Army now, rather. So this movie technically has a sequel. So I guess the episode's over buddy in the reverence uh universe yeah yeah we're not in the reverence cinematic universe we're in the equalizer cinematic universe yeah all right our time starts now i have absolutely no ideas for this movie yeah i don't have too much either my my gut is saying we flipped the we flipped the script and the family goes to la and it's about them sure it's the fish out of water for them. We could do a different movie. We could have uh, Crawl as a character in a similar movie, not with this family. Gotcha. Right? So like how Grease 2 had Sandy and uh, Danny Zuko just kind of like waving goodbye as they drove away and then the rest of the movie happens. Yeah, exactly. What, um, if, what if they're right. still in college? We said it in modern day. So 17 years later... Rebecca and Crawl are still at UCLA. Okay. That's my idea. That's the extent of my pitch. I mean, that's that's a thread. What if they stayed in they sort of set up this whole sort of this organization about helping freshmen get used to college life, but it is like kind of like an underground like cuz it's like, oh, yeah, drinking and tattoos and party like it's probably not like the best. It's like, a cult. They started like, a cult. They yeah, started sure. a freshman cult. They start a freshman call, um, led by these two um, figures. Um, I don't know if I like them as like seemingly bad guys, though. Um, I... You obviously weren't paying attention to son-in-law if you don't think Polly Shore is a bad guy. Um, I think Theo was the worst fan in oh, the yeah, whole no. movie. I, I, I take that back. Who, I mean... who, who tried to kill him at least five times, like yeah. legitimately. It's farm uh, law out there, though. We don't have any jurisdiction. What if he becomes the leader? of the agriculture club at ucla and tries to get freshmen or any like tries to create a farm club at ucla but it's clearly he doesn't know what he's talking about or like he's trying to bring a little of the midwestern uh midwestern style to ucla Pauly shore Um, becomes a staff member at ucla mm -hmm. maybe not a professor and maybe runs an agriculture club or some kind of class. And every year, they take those kids to the farm for a week. There we go. There it is. It's that farm as well. So yeah. whoever's left left, the, the little brother who's from the Big Green, which is like the only thing I know him from, is still there. Um, Sandlot. Um, he was also in the Big Green. Yeah. But he's also in Sandlot. Oh, yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. If you've seen Santa, I don't know if you have. I have, yeah. Uh, I just forgot he was ham. Yeah. Um, I like this. Like, what if he what if he brings a team of very California kids to the farm to try to get like the same reaction? The motivation is like, oh, there's something to these farm life values that everyone can benefit from. I think the success of the I, I think everyone in the college, like the the administration is very doubtful of crawl because, you know, he's crawl. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, who he is as a person and everything about him. Yeah. And they say, Okay, yeah, sure. We'll let you do this program and we'll fund it for the next number of years, but you have to have at least three success stories and he find and they kind of set them up and give them the most California kids ever uh-huh. who don't belong on a farm and he has to try to son-in-law them 
like he did in the first movie. So Oh, so he's going to creep on them when they're wrapped up in towels and then talk about how sexy they are? No, he's going to teach them about farm life and, like, why it's beneficial and, like, trying to get any sort of, like, grin. It, it kind of reminds me, spoilers for the last season Whoa. of The Good Place right now. Whoa. And I know. So I'm going to give you five seconds. It's like the last... Um... I'm going to give him five more seconds. Okay. It's like... Okay, two more <laughs> seconds. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the last season where they're setting up the test to get people to demonstrate that mm-hmm. they're, they can be good with time or whatever mm-hmm. um, and prove themselves. So they set them up with the most California not farm kids ever to try to basically get rid of crawl because it may be on the line for the the um the college is that okay but if this is not successful you have to fucking get out of here crawl you gotta leave <laughs> um i like that uh so and then he's, he fails so he has to leave ucla and none of his dreams or aspirations come true yeah and then it's a movie i like <laughs> um, um do you like this? So, I think there's, yeah, some, there's yeah, some this is good. traction there. There's, a couple, there's two questions that we need to kind of work out. One, what is... Well, one, are he and Rebecca still together? Or are they actually together? Because the movie is slightly ambiguous on if they actually are into each other romantically. I think that they... I think the movie makes it clear that they are, but I can see how there's room for interpretation. Um, I think it would be weird if they were not if she wasn't in the movie because if they're going to the family farm like and she's like right. like if they had like a bad breakup or like well, or a yeah, separation like her, or something paulie shore and the brother were getting on like a house on fire yeah so if he's still there and maybe he's automated a lot of the farm as well because he's into computers and yeah video games and stuff so maybe he stayed on as a farmer but he actually like it's like a pretty it's more high-tech farm where there's like a lot more machinery which and stuff. which is which is good for our plot because it's like now the farm's different and that manual labor stuff like isn't needed anymore so crawl gets there and is like what the hell like i need them to go do all this stuff like and it's like oh okay. i've automated so this is... i've automated everything like we don't need as many farmhands as we did after theo left we needed to automate so i helped upgrade the farm like as a boy yeah um and i taught my game boy how to shovel pig shit yeah yeah um, well, if it's years later, because if we're saying, right. I don't know if it's in modern day or not, but well, was, you said after Theo left, we had to automate. So it's yeah. like, I tied my game boy to a shuffle and okay. So is it like, is it modern day? And is this his first group of kids or is this like the last one where it's like, okay, your time is almost up. Like you had funding for like this many excursions. I think, and... I think this is the first, I think they're going to give him one shot basically and it's like with this with this group of kids so let's then let's establish that this is actually like maybe crawl actually went through like college and then like grad school and maybe like got a doctor or something that would explain why his first attempt is at this point this is his like thesis so actually if if this doesn't work he doesn't get a doctor he doesn't graduate got it and he has Uh, to leave yeah and that's it like it's this is it for him Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would explain the time jump of why he's just now trying this. Okay. Um, but so then the question still remains: Are are he and Rebecca together? I don't know if it's a bad breakup or whatever. Maybe it's amicable. I'm not sure. But like, what is Maybe her position in this movie? We could do a storyline of there being them not together anymore. Maybe just because she moved on and like pursue. I don't know if they really gave her like. Um, an aspiration for a career path or anything like that um, in the in the first movie um, but she could maybe like when she graduated she just had to move on and like crawl just wasn't there yet so mm-hmm. they've been separated but maybe she shows up back in this movie and there's like will they won't they it's been so long like maybe not you know I don't know okay. I'm fine with maybe, that. I think maybe that she got married to someone else eventually and then that they, then they're separated or something like that could she be married Tiff- she married tiffany amber Thiessen. yeah exactly 
What a wild character for this movie. You didn't finish the last 10 minutes in which she and Polly Shore figure out what happened, that they mm-hmm. were like roofied. They show back up at Thanksgiving dinner, announce to everybody that they had been roofied. They kick out Theo, they kick out Travis, and then she's just invited to join them for Thanksgiving because she's there. Yeah. Well, it's because I think it's like she didn't no, have a family no, or like she didn't really have anyone else. Right. I know, but it was just like, oh, yeah, have a seat on there. Whatever your Tiffany or whatever the fuck her character's name was, have a seat. Join us for Thanksgiving. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, um, okay, we have four minutes left. So, what is the metric of success? Because the, the vague yeah. sort of, I'm going to teach them important lessons and they're going to learn and grow, isn't a metric that a school can prove has happened unless the students come back and go yes i learned and grew and improved like well i think may they could have like farm tests or something like that like back at the college and then that's the last like 20 minutes of the movie is them going through these tests or maybe it's like just a written exam that they have to pass or maybe an oral exam of their um go ahead i have something that's kind of dumb but i think would fit the a polyshore movie like this okay each of them has to get a third, second, or first place ribbon at the 4-H fair okay. in that town. In okay. something. Animals or whatever. I, I wasn't a 4-H person, so I don't know what all of the categories are. There's like animals. I know um, they're showing animals. There's crafts, there's right? There's crops. Um, there is like woodworking and carpentry. I know it's expanded over the years because I think even there's like a technology aspect to it too now. I wasn't a 4-H kid either, but I know a little bit about it. I was friends. I had friends who were in 4-H, so I like I know very few things. But um, my friends showed sheep, so that's I just know some things about mm-hmm. um, animals. But yeah, so I think maybe they have to like ribbon, and this is put on by the villainous whatever chancellor of the school or something, who's like this is a very untenable metric. Like there's yeah. absolutely no who's- way. Holly Shore is going to be able to do this. Who's a good California evil uh, or not likable um, uh, president of the school? They're not. They're not Californian, but Charles Dance I think would be a good Charles Dance. Who's that? Uh, he was Tywin Lannister. Oh, okay, not 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 a Game of Thrones person. But uh, have you seen the the 2016 Ghostbusters with Melissa McCarthy? Yeah, he's the guy who fires Kristen Wiig. He's okay. the guy who runs the college that Kristen Wiig works at, and he fires her. Also, he, he can play, one, I'm a very serious man, and I am not, I fucking hate Crawl because of his buffoonery. Two, I think he could play getting progressively more at wit's end with Pauly Shore. Yeah. That I think that would be really fun. What if it's like, I, I think maybe we even have a scene where they come out to the farm to see like how things are going, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like and oh they show uh, up for the 4-h festival i mean they're there maybe like for the last day and then they're going to be at the festival and he's trying to sabotage the students at some point then at the festival he teams up with theo who's still around i think what we need to i don't know if our timer is probably almost up i mean we're a minute and a half i can stop it now we've got the bones yeah i think what we need to decide is the california kids who are they um i'm cool with three or two i think three works best what their kind of personalities are and like the challenges of them are and then what they each do at, for the 4-H fair. Sure. They have to combat with technology aspect of, of the farm. I, I do like the idea that he shows up to the farm and everything's automated and it's like, what the fuck? I don't know what to do now. This is my whole plan. Everything rides on this. <laughs> That's a good point. If I don't think it's fully automated. I just, I think that it can be, because I mean, I know farmers and not everything yeah. can be automated at this point. Yeah. So like even today. So I think that there's a lot more automation and it's like, no, but what about the piggies or whatever mm-hmm. or something like that? Oh no, we don't actually, we couldn't afford to raise livestock anymore. We converted that into more field for corn or something. Nobody's buying pork or anything anymore. So I, yeah. yeah. Fucking uh, millennial vegans. He looks right in the camera and he says it. Ever, ever, ever since Chipotle did no carnitas. <laughs> Uh, taco bell stopped selling potato things yeah yeah and i think maybe we pair off each kid with like a different member of the family or something like that and they teach them how to do something like i imagine one of them is like a woodworker one of them is like a farmer then another one is like an animal like something well we have um rebecca's dad because presumably the grandfather has passed on by now because he was beyond old in 1993 and almost died in the movie (laughs) yeah 
um, her father is now the one who sits on the porch and just whittles. He yeah. could work with the woodworker kid. That's good. I if we have Polly, uh, which does Polly Shore work with one of the students, or is he just there to like oversee and be a nuisance? I think he, as he does in the original movie, tries to help and over over helps and then like fucks up right you know gotcha. like so we keep um, him more for the romance story with rebecca yeah yeah um i think he is still we being keep our cool. prize stallion just for <laughs> for the love scenes yeah yeah i think he is still doing crawl stuff on the farm oh yeah it's just like sort of more like looney toony he tries to do something and he fucks it up hardcore like um i don't know we need to come up with some farm joke that's just what we're gonna oh, have to do no. I don't want to do farm jokes. Um, so um, then we still need to we need to put a kid for animals and then a kid for crops or technology crops. or something. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea that maybe um, the brother has realized his the money in cannabis farming. Um, and that's what the crop person does. I think they one of the kids is like a stoner skater dude. Um, wears like a drug hoodie, you know, like mm-hmm. a um, you know what I'm talking about? Those drug hoodies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I pr- I prefer a weed beanie myself. He, they would be the type of person to have whiteboard dreads because, but because this movie is not going to go there, they do not. We're, we're going there, prequels. Madison doesn't know, but we're going. No, there. we're not doing white boy we're dreads. Doing it. We're doing. We're not it. doing white boy dreads. Madison made me watch this movie. I'm making them put, make a movie with white boy dreads. No, you can't. You can't hear me. I've got my mouth covered, so only me and the audience can are talking. I think that's one of the characters, and their name is Riley Finn from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, um, it can be played by him. That'd be really <laughs> no. funny. His name is Slime Time. Uh, that's not his real name. Like oh really? Yeah, but his his I think I think everyone calls him Slime Time. Okay, Slime Time, sure. Um, and he's our crops person. So just to be clear, our crops person is going to show up at the 4H fair with marijuana strains. Yeah, with a marijuana plant, but it's amazing. Like it's it's like perfectly it's like perfectly done. I think legally we can't condone this, but technically perfect. Okay, so we have the woodworking student. Whose name is um uh Bebe? their name is actually yeah BB. We'll have a we'll have a girl do the woodworking. Yeah, it's twenty twenty, Madison. Get your head out of the fucking past. I wasn't against it. <laughs> okay, so she she does the woodworking with the dad. I think we we probably have to have a scene where it's like well, I don't know, it's, I don't know, girls don't whittle or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think then, I, I think. I think Go that's ahead. a tender. I think that's a tender relationship, like like with the dad <laughs> and the and this. What what's like the personality of Bebe? Actually, so what I'm thinking, I've just started watching Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Oh yeah, uh, have you seen it? I know. I, I watched the trailer. Sure. I will start it eventually. So the way she learns to play chess is very like the the janitor at the school very begrudgingly starts to teach her, um, and I think it's kind of a similar thing where like. She's like, I guess I'll do this one because I can sit, like, I whatever, I can sit down. I don't have to, like, go out, whatever. And he's like, well, girls don't whittle. And, she, and maybe he, like, does it on purpose. And she's like, yeah, fuck you. I can whittle if I want to. Mm-hmm. And then as it goes along, it's like, yeah, that's pretty good. But you can try this technique or whatever, like. Okay. Et cetera. And then that's how they kind of, she ends up getting really good at woodworking. And what's the, what does she make? I mean, I don't know, a pentagram. At this point, if we're just going, if everything's, like, is everything going to be stupid or. I, say, I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I it doesn't mean have to. Like, it doesn't have to be, but like I think it okay. is funny if it is because I like the idea of them at the end presenting these things it at is. the 4-H fair and then being California but rural. Okay, then I know exactly what it is. I, I'm you may be more familiar with this with like the woodworking stuff. What is it like? Birdhouses or is it more of like you can make kind of whatever you want? I, cabinets, um, chairs, um, like rocking chairs or something like that. Um, but you could do anything. Like she. She carves a life-size Beyonce statue. Okay. And it's, like, perfect. Okay. Like, so everyone else is like, I brought a birdhouse. I made this rocking chair with fine inlay. And it's like, 
Here's my Beyonce statue. Oh, I know who I want to play this person. We can get to casting later, though, if we want. Um, I mean, if you if you have it, let's shoot that shot now. If you got it, um, let me get the actress's name. Um, did you ever watch Chewing Gum? No, I know of it. Michaela Cole, uh, okay. Tracy. Um, I think she's a little old, but um, she could probably play it. Yeah, because she's like she's like thirty three years old, but she I think she I think she could play younger. Um, but I think that's. I think I, I think that would work. Um, okay. I'm down for that. Um, so what we have left is the the cattle boy. Cattle boy. This could be someone who is. Did we decide like the personality of Bebe and like? Oh his... no, we didn't. But I mean, we didn't really decide the personality of the crops kid either. Yeah, we did. He's like a skater, uh, drug oh, drug a... okay. boy. That's I don't know if that's a personality. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I didn't, I didn't want to get into his like rich backstory or anything like that. Let's go um, ahead, go ahead, and, go ahead and get into just a couple minutes of his rich backstory. His father was murdered behind uh, um, a movie theater. <laughs> oh shit, this is Batman again. Sorry. Oh, shit. Oh no. Uh, um. No. 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 Okay. Let me try again. His mother was murdered behind a theater. Oh shit. God damn it. God damn. Oh my god. The judge comes up and he's like, "Wow, I or I, I swear to God, son, if this is marijuana, he was swear to me. Like, yeah. Pulls him in, like, swear to me. It is a subtle joke that um, maybe uh, Slime Time is Batman. Oh, fuck. I forgot his name was fucking Slime Time. Yeah. <laughs> so, Slime Time, Bebe, and who's this third kid? <laughs> I don't know. But slime Time, and slime time Bebe. <laughs> so, what's their personality? What would, what would be the one that, like, well, I guess we didn't even talk about Bebe's personality. Or, um, or BB, I guess. But um, I think BB just perpetually doesn't want to be here, or like sure. anywhere. No matter where she is, she doesn't want to be here, yeah. and that works maybe with woodworking because so much time and delicate effort is taken in woodworking. I I like the idea of a character who just hates doing everything, like do, yeah. just like is constantly like begrudgingly like, oh, this sucks, this is awful. Okay, I'll do it, but they like secretly like it, you know, like yeah. And in this case, it's the the lesson is like because there's a lot of painstaking, very f- like finesse work with woodworking at times. That that's kind of like the thing that she learns is yeah. Like she like bounces certain... out all the time of everything else, but like when she concentrates on woodworking and yeah. um... well, and like the idea being also if we're going for like a more direct lesson, like maybe her grades are starting to suffer because she just like sits down fills out the homework and turns it in, doesn't check it, doesn't do anything like her mm-hmm. grades are suffering because she's not just paying attention and doing the work. And this with woodworking, it's like learning to take your time and like really do it to get it done right. Yeah. Um, What's slime time's lesson in growing marijuana? Um, I uh, have an answer. Do, uh, do, what, do, uh, do what you love. <laughs> Okay, so slime time there, like, my dad wants me to be a lawyer, or my dad wants me to be a doctor, but I don't want to be a doctor. I want to smoke weed. I want to get into the cannabis industry. That might be, that might be a legitimate, like, uh, like, goal for him. Maybe his family runs, like, um, runs, like, a flower shop or something, and he could never really get into that life or whatever. Um. And always hated it. Um, found it really boring, but found but finds love in it once he realizes he can grow weed. I don't want to smell plants. I want to inhale them. Yeah, and he also is a v. He hates CBD oil. He hates the okay. CBD movement. He is THC all the time, baby. Gotcha. Okay. No BB. Oh yeah, it's bit. <laughs> Uh, agree okay. to disagree. Agree to disagree. Who's, well, I, I no, I, I mean, I invented the character. Uh, who's this third motherfucker? I don't know. So this person's going to be the livestock person. So I was thinking that maybe they could be a very um, tech person, like uh, gotcha. like a, a tech geek or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. They're Silicon Valley esque person. Um, there was there's this. Ki- this actor in Booksmart, and um, that also w- is in that new movie, um, Freaky. Um, okay. While you're looking this up, I'm going to retcon one piece of information. Okay. Slime Time's actual birth name is Rodney, and I only say that because imagine the the English that fucking Polly Shore is going to put on the name Rodney. 
Okay. And he calls Rodney. him like, he, Rod. Uh, that's an old woman. Uh, Rodney. Mine's oh, like Rodney. a short impression. Hello, Rodney. Uh, Rodney. Rodney. Well, what I can kind of do is that's the leaning tower of Cheesa. Baby's baby is easy. Baby. Who's this person you're looking for? Um, it's Noah Galvin. Okay. And this is our third. And uh, what is this person's name in the movie? Noah Galvin. No. <laughs> um. Uh. I mean. <laughs> Noah- actually. Um, After Noah Galvin decides to go to UCLA for a couple years to get a degree and <laughs> ends up in Polly Shore fucking crawls agriculture club. Yeah. Um, no, um, let's let's each since we each created the previous two, let's mind meld for this one. My mind to your mind. My yeah. mind to your mind. So on the count of three, we're each gonna say a name that is comes to mind and then we're gonna marry them okay nice one two three jeremy mary <laughs> mary mary jeremy mary jeremy <laughs> mary jeremy dreyfus uh mary jeremy dreyfus okay sure done Here. and she's like a southern belle so she says the full name every time Cool. Yeah, so I think they're like a tech, like Silicon Valley s person. They're coming up with a new app that I think at the beginning of the movie they're coming up with a new app that makes like helps you find all the best places in L.A. that do charcuterie and ranks okay. them. Um, it's called. Uh, <laughs> no, you started this. You literally dug this hole for yourself while I watched. Um, I think it's. Cute re, <laughs> no, okay. Uh, oh, uh, meet cute, sure, cutery. There we go. It's called meet cute, and it is a uh, it is everybody thinks app. it's a dating app, like she's Every- always t- explaining to people it's not a dating app, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what all the reviews are, um, everything. Um, so everyone thinks is like it's a dating app, it's like I couldn't find anybody on this, it's because and. Mary Jeremy Galvin. What was it? Mary, Mary Jeremy Dreyfus. Mary Jared. Mary yep. Jeremy Dreyfus. Oh my God. She goes by MJ. People call MJ. her MJ. She introduces herself as Mary Jeremy Dreyfus all the time, but okay for for ease of ease of everyone else, they call her MJ, much to her chagrin. But secretly, she loves it. I have a pitch for her, like what she does to like learn and grow. Maybe she goes on the tech side. Um, Because you said, and for this 4-H, we can say there's a tech site. She's going to like, they're like, oh, you're going to do, you're going to be our our cattle person. You're going to raise this pig, basically, to take Mm -hmm. it to show. Except at some point while she's kind of, and she like bonds with the pig and it's cute. But like one night, it's like deathly sick. Mm -hmm. And they get it, like they can't get a, a vet out maybe in time. Or they do, but it's like touch and go. And so she ends up throwing out meat cute and invents a new app to help farmers with sick like rural farmers who have sick cattle that they can't get a vet or something like that to like assist with like or early detection and like a phone app or something okay um, it's kind of like um those apps where you can take a picture of the sky and it'll show you the constellations or something you could take a picture of like the cattle or the animal mm-hmm. and it'll show you what ailment that they may have or you can maybe like put it in I mean, it, it's kind of it's, I'm thinking it's somewhat WebMD for animals, but also with like more of an early detection system of Got some it. kind. Because it's like, by the time you know that this cow needs a vet, if you're far enough out in the country, you may not have time to get them there. So with this system, it's like you can detect it early enough that you can say, hey, like I think that this, is, this animal's going to be very sick soon. Like I'm going to call the doctor now. So by the time we need the doctor, they're already here. Yeah, And she and- enters in the tech side of it and like... And the funding for it, like the pitch for the funding, like with enough funding, we can make peripherals to put onto your cattle to monitor them all the time, like a Fitbit for your, your, your cattle. Yeah. And that's her, that's her contribution. Yeah. Then to the thing, like, cause uh, I like so- the idea of she doesn't want, she hates this fucking pig that she has raised, but bonds with it. And then it almost dies. And she's like, oh no, like I actually could, I could fix that with an app. Like, yeah, I like that. That's great. Cool. 
so we got the kids and like what they do on the farm um mm-hmm. i think i think i think with um slime time uh their struggle is just kind of not being interested in what they're I, doing and so like the way that um who kind of takes them under their wing like do you think it's the mom or like or the uh i think the it's brother? the brother because okay. he was the one who, in the first movie, like he wanted to play video games. He didn't want to farm. Yeah, he liked computers and video games. So I think he takes them, and then maybe he's the one who's like, looks kind of furtively around. Is like, all right, come in the barn, and behind this like hidden door is like, this is also what I've been growing. Let's grow yeah. that. Let's see if that'll pique your interest. Yeah, and I think it's maybe like something like it's not quite legal yet, right? Yeah, I mean, but this is it's a- it's about to be, and once they do, they'll have the plant seeds to like actually expand. And I'd like, imagine this is probably a small enough town that it's like the sh- that the sheriff is like, as long as I don't catch you, yeah, like there's nothing I can do. So just like don't be dumbasses about it. That's good. I think their their lesson or like is just finding the aspect of growing mm-hmm. and like just fall in love with that, and sure. like then you they actually will enjoy it from then on out. Yeah, absolutely. Right? It's like just because you don't like flowers doesn't mean you don't like growing things. Yeah. Like find what you love and then work on it. Yeah. Um I think for BB it is the we talked about this already, but it's just the element of like taking if you take your time, you will make something amazing. Yeah. And yeah. that and that she learns then like and what her grades presumably improve when she goes back to school because she takes her time and like does better at school and et cetera, et cetera. And then, um, do we have a lesson for Mary Jeremy Dreyfus? I, I think it's because there are so many apps of like, or and like Silicon Valley, and like things are being created all the time that are like being created for uses that aren't really needed, right? Um, yeah. it, it so much of like that world lacks a human element to like the thinking of like why we are doing th- something, right? Yeah. So I think their lesson is kind of looking at how their knowledge of technology and apps can help solve a problem, right? Like, instead of, like... Instead of plugging a hole in the market, it's filling a need. Yeah, yeah. It's creating a whole new industry, basically, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I also think, I don't, like, because I don't want to dig into, like, oh, my God, uh, Silicon Valley app makers are shallow pieces of shit who don't care about money. Like, I'm not trying to listen. I think the idea is she's making all these apps, like, meet cute, that it's like, oh, yeah, like, there's a hole in the market for people who want to find charcuterie. And And she learns, I think she works with Rebecca about this aspect and learns, like, well, instead of filling that hole, you could be filling a need. Like, there's Mm -hmm. nothing like that out here. We don't have a need for a charcuterie app and wherever the fuck town we are like but this thing that you thought up like this will like hundreds of thousands of towns like ours are going to be able to use this it's, to like save cattle it's inspired right yeah. like it, it has a lot it, it it's thinking less shallow it's thinking much deeper than um than a charcuterie app or anything like that all right um, let's touch on two points and then i think we're pretty much home yeah. and hosed on this one one when this this is I guess a two part question. We get to the four H fair. I we can do. I, I don't know. I, I don't think there's any interest in filling in the gaps of like. And then they go to a party, and the, these mm-hmm. characters have this interaction. It's a fucking Polly Shore movie. They have trials and tribulations, and they grow as people and friends. Um, at the four H fair, what are a couple of the antics that Charles Dance and Theo get up to to sabotage the students? Then our the next question we need to answer is how do we play the romance will they won't they with rebecca and crawl and i think once we answer those two questions we've got a movie yeah well i think initially rebecca is not in the movie once they go to the farm but i think she shows up later because i think um initially crawl tries to get them to do all the things that he was doing on the farm sure. when and he's like shut, shut all the shut all the machinery down we're doing this I like old this. style I like this um and they just struggle and they don't like it. And like, I think it's kind of seems like a fail Mm -hmm. because crawl is just trying to replicate his experience and not try to inspire the personalities of the different kids. So Mm -hmm. that's maybe when Rebecca comes and like, once she hears that crawl come back, like that's the lesson that she teaches him crawling back. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's a good lesson for her to teach him for sure. Yeah. And it's just like, makes her realize like, it's like you didn't in it's like you didn't change me into a whole different person because like like you didn't change me into a person because 
you didn't like who I was, you loved who I was and released like my confidence in me. Right. Right. You know? Right. Um, and I think that works well as well. Cause that gives the other characters in the farm a chance to like, kind of get to know the kids so that when like bb does sit down they're like yeah you're gonna be wood you're gonna do woodworking and she's like i don't want to do fucking do woodworking then it's like yeah that's fine it's not for girls anyway he knows that's gonna goad her into doing it Mm -hmm. like he's saying it as a way of like he's like reverse psychology of like i know as soon as i tell bb that she can't do this she's gonna basically like fuck you and do it so and like well do it well to spite me and like the other the um um the brother He's like, he knows slime time is like not into growing or farming. And so that's where he's like, all right, I got something I think you're going to like. And Mm -hmm. like that kind of thing. And that's where I guess the mom then and Mary Jeremy Dreyfus, I guess, is that the cattle one? Is she the the mom helping with the cattle at this point? Yeah, I think so. Um, It could be her. um... Could be Tiffany Amber Thiessen. She could be working on the farm now. Possibly, yeah. After Theo left, it was uh, like a realized like they we they still needed like a farm hand, but like um, I think once the brother started adding technology to the farm, it was like oh we need like someone to kind of run the admin of all this and like everything. I think they've created like kind of a small business in this, um, mm-hmm. and then maybe Absolutely. that's what she's helping out with. So kind of a half admin, half farm hand person. Yeah, who, but she just um, I mean she also just knows about farming at this point from having yeah. worked with them for like fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she can be the one who works with Mary Jeremy Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah. Or no, we said Carla, but or Carla. That's Carla Gugino. Uh, Gugino. I never know how to pronounce her name. I think it's Guino, Guino? Um, but okay. I, I I don't know. Um, I've never heard it said out loud. So, um, um, but they can they can both work with her. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, do we then? What's the romance ish angle, or is there one for the world they went through? Other than like, because we did that, she comes in later and and teaches him the lesson of like they can't they can't walk your path, mm-hmm. like you have to help them walk their own or something like that. Blah yeah. blah, blah blah. And so yeah, she you, sticks around have, to help. You have to awaken their interest. You have to you have to awaken the ninju spirit in them so they can become the Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> this is just a backdoor Power yeah. Rangers. Um, well, no, pilot. we don't need a backdoor. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie does not have a sequel because that movie is not canonical with the show. Huh. They get they fight Ivan Ooze, they go to they travel to that other planet, they get their ninja powers. The show immediately goes back and retcons that so that they get their ninja powers by meeting Ninjor because that's what the Japanese TV show did. Mm. And that's the footage they were using. So the Power Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie is not canon. It is technically it? has no sequel. Oh, okay, but isn't Turbo technically no, the because Turbo is canon with the show? Oh, okay. They did the whole thing. They did the Turbo movie, and then the first <laughs> episode of Turbo, they come back, and the little kid is like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to tell Rocky about that adventure we just did in the movie." That so, is canon with the show. So technically, the Turbo. Not... So technically, Turbo is the first Power Rangers movie canonically. Canonically, it is the first Power Rangers movie. Cool. Mighty cool. Morphin Power Rangers is a solo film. Well, oh, no. there's a I, there's a week where you and I are going to do a head to head and one week I'm going to pitch a sequel to the original. You're going to pitch a sequel to the remake in like 2019 or whatever. Yeah, we're going to do back to backs. Well, anyway. before before we th- your trick's not working. We're not going to talk about Power Rangers instead of son-in-law. Trance. <laughs> you know, the only way to stop me from talking about Power Rangers is to trick me into saying my name backwards. Lolk. E.M. No, it's Lonk Akeem. Fuck. Damn. Oh, shit. Rangers. Um, you make a great Zordon. Yeah. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Um, I make my sister very angry. The guy who played Zordon in the first movie plays um, Murdoch Foil in the Miss Fisher mysteries, like her yeah. great nemesis in the first season. And she told me the mistake of telling me he was Zordon. So whenever I'd walk in a room and she was watching Miss Fisher, I'd go, Franny! And just like that. And that was it. And she'd get very <laughs> upset with me. Uh, okay. So what is the... Um, how do we handle the sort of will they won't they of crawl and Rebecca meeting again? I think she comes back because she wanted to see crawl. Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if their breakup was necessarily messy. It was just kind of like the divulge of like paths in life. Yeah. Maybe she kind of like inspires him to like, dude, it's time to leave college. (laughs) You need to, you need to go out. I can't. Well, no, you have to, no, you don't understand. I can't. I'm going to be a professor. That works for, um, I guess, for that angle. But, like, do, ultimately, do they get together? I think it's like they're together at the end. 
Okay. And they're going to give it another shot. I think Becca has time out there in life to like experience what she wanted to do. And maybe she's kind of looking back and maybe wanting to start things up again. I think Crawl definitely wants that too. But maybe he's like just so hyper focused on this plan working. Like, it's kind of this is this is the culmination of his aspirations now to be like a professor of agriculture or whatever. Like, yeah, if he does, if this doesn't work, he doesn't get his thesis he doesn't graduate and he has he gets like kicked out of ucla but if it does work he gets to have this program and maybe use this farm and still Mm -hmm. be connected to the family that he misses thus like kind of Mm -hmm. getting back in and uh, it'll be like a the the school will be paying the farm yeah yeah for this program so like everybody win wins he just has to like he's just white knuckling it the whole way to make sure this works yeah yeah and then at the end, they kiss. Yeah. There's some kissing. Kissing. Nice. Yeah, so, and we could talk about a little bit the ways that the university school president or something wants a, like, Let's just give a couple examples. Like, one example of how they try to sabotage each kid. Yeah, sure. Uh, and um, then we, that can be enough of the movie. I mean, I could think of ways to sabotage the different projects that they're doing. Maybe, uh... Like they release a bunch of aphids into um the onto the plant that uh okay. he was gonna use. Maybe they slapdash like get a spray or some sort of like pesticide, like I don't know, like maybe he handpicks each one of them off or something like that. There's there's two options I can think of mm-hmm. with that. One is slime time like from just studying plants now, knows of like a like a quick spray he can make things there to get that taken care of the other one would be the judges going oh amazing a project on the the effect of cannabis on aphids as cannabis as a as a non-harmful pesticide amazing and like it backfires on him because they think that this is part of it it's it's a um it's like a cbd infused i I know he's against cbd but like what if it's like a cbd this is not science whatsoever this would not work but like a CBD spray that gets the aphids high <laughs> and I like think, knocks them out so he can so he can uh, pick them off. I think a movie starring the star of Encino Man in which two teens discover a frozen caveman in their backyard is going to be cool about sci- getting a little wonky with the science. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, I like the idea, though. Actually, I think that he... See, my idea is that they're chewing through the leaves, and that's the thing. Like, oh, my God, look at how... Look at these aphids. They're totally, like, incapacitated. This would be an amazing, non-harmful, like, pesticide. He's like, yeah, fuck that CBD oil. CBD oil can't do that. THC, THC. Like, that's great. Just to go with his character some more. Um, BB... Um, they try to light it on fire, like the statue of Beyonce. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean that but, works. But what if um she leans into it and like spends more time on it and like makes some like really um elegant word burning like aspects to it? Mm-hmm. Like it's like they try to fuck it up and it the lights on fire, like the back is all charred, and then she works with it and like chars the rest of the base so it actually like there's like a contrast between the base and like the actual like thing. I like that. That works. And, and the That's statue. Good. Um mm-hmm. and she just thought about it and like spent more time on it and made it even better. So absolutely. Um, the only then... other th- the thing for uh, Mary, uh, Mary, Jeremy Dreyfus, I could see like maybe they're trying to like ruin the internet or something of the 4 H grounds or something. So I don't know. Like, here's what I would pi- I would pitch that she still comes in with the pig to do the 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 pig show. They steal the pig. And so she just like pivots and enters the tech side with this new app idea. And she has like she's been working on it in like her room at night or whatever. So she has like schematics and like code. She doesn't have a working app, but she has enough of like a proof of concept that they're like, yeah, this could actually like really fucking work. It would be amazing. Yeah. I like that. And then they all gum together. They rally together to chase down Charles Dance and free the pig. That's good for me. I think like okay. I don't I don't either I don't think we need to spend a little more time on that. Uh, yeah, but I think I mean, did we do it then? I I, I feel. Do you, does it feel finished? Do you feel? Do yeah, you feel I mean, I f- it feels like it needs like a cap. But this kind of movie, a cap for this movie would be like Rebecca and Crawl kiss and the freeze frame, and we end the movie. Like that's the kind of cap that the film, whatever needs. Um, 
Yeah. Pauly Shore graduating and getting his doctorate. Yeah. I, mean, I think I think that's maybe like the end of it. And we have a funny scene where the speaker at the at the graduation gives the same milk toast speech at the very beginning of the first movie. If you remember, it's like about being a cocoon and like mm-hmm. emerging as a butterfly. I think the end is I think Polly Shore decides like, oh, I have my doctorate. I could stay here still, but I'm going to leave. It's yeah. time to leave. Whether he and maybe they're going to go back to the farm or maybe he's going to go um, travel with Rebecca and like do good. I, What's his degree in? Is it agriculture? I, I mean, we had said agriculture. What my pitch would be, he actually comes back to the farm and it like runs. Now he, it's like a secondary business for them of other schools send in mm. their, their kids who need, I'll say farm time and not like our troubled youths, <laughs> but like as a way of like a study abroad learning experience kind of thing, they'll send a group of kids to the farm to go through this program basically and it's again just additional funding for the farm like the schools are paying them to do this and he runs it the organization that he does and like it's called farm crawl farm crawl yeah the farm crawl. i was trying to think of something but that's good farm crawl farm crawl uh dr crawl's farm time dr crawl's farm <laughs> uh no i think i think farm crawl is is, is the name of it that's the best Sweet. so we show him like hangs up the sign over the house and then he kind of like looks over and gives a wacky little polished shore look. And then like somebody takes a picture and that's it. Cool. And we see the three kids with their, their um, blue ribbon prizes there. That's good. I like it. Okay. Well, Jesus Christ, if we did it, unbelievably, that's credits on another episode of the Equalizers. Madison Jones, tell the people where they can find it. People can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. And everywhere else podcasts are found by searching The Equalizers Podcast. You can also get in contact with us on Facebook and Twitter at The Equalizers. Our Gmail is equalizers at gmail.com. Our Instagram is the underscore equalizers. As always, we're spelling that E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S like in sequel. Special thanks to the Banana Boys for our theme song, Two Step Stretton, off their debut album, Technicolor Girl from Outer Space. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram by searching Banana Boys. And as always, that's spelled B-O-Y-E-S, like in, oh yes. Their full album is available on all streaming services now. Um, would love it if you gave us a subscription, subscribe and review. You know, subscription. Get a subscription to the Equalizers podcast. Unlike the New Yorker, you'll read these. You'll read our podcast. My metaphor work is on point today. Okay. Uh, next time, Madison, what are we doing? Not another Polly Shore movie. Uh, we can pick something off the list. We can um, say fuck the list and do something else. But J- James and the Giant Peach, the new RoboCop. No, I haven't seen that movie. I haven't seen it either. We could do that. It's a ag- more action movie. Oh man, I'm still mad. I know we should do the Man Who Killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot, but I realized the only logical sequel to that is the Man Who Killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot and then stopped 9/11. And I okay. just I mean, I don't want us to pitch that movie. Uh, we'll find something else to do, but I know in my heart, if they made a sequel, that is what that sequel would be. Uh, feeling very Brendan Frasery, we could do Inkheart. Okay. We could do a short string of like, hey, this random cameo, let's do a movie of that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. We've thrown around the Green Hornet. I don't know. I've just not. It hasn't felt like it's time to do Green Hornet. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I do. I know exactly what you mean. I know not that you, I know you don't want to do it. I, what I'm saying is like for me, there's it's like every so often I'll see a movie and I'll go, yes, it is time for us to do that movie. Yeah, to to go off of Inkheart, we could do Monkey Bone if you've ever seen that movie. I haven't. I'm vaguely familiar with Monkey Bone. Yeah, uh, which is pretty disturbing. I'm gonna pass for now. Then, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying we, we'll do Monkey Bone at some point. I just don't know if sure. I want to commit to a disturbing movie next. Uh, I saw one on here. We could do, talking of action movies, uh, where is it? H-H-K-L, the Legend of Tarzan, like the new one. Oh, uh, with uh, Skarsgård? Yeah. I've seen it. Okay. If you're not, if you don't want to, then we don't have to. I'm not. I just didn't like the movie too much. Um, but Oh, the, okay. Uh, <laughs> Never mind that we have to do it at some point. If, that's, if you just don't like the movie, then you go fuck yourself. <laughs> Let's do an action movie, because we that will be... Um, 
departure from the last few couple that we've done. You want to do new RoboCop then? Um, yeah, let's do new RoboCop. Or we could do Battleship or um Honestly Cow- for me it's I Cowboys and it's, Aliens. It's seems kind of like you you're into RoboCop and I'm into Legend of Tarzan as the action movie we do. So like I'm fine doing RoboCop. But You know, um, you know what? I made you watch a movie you hated. Um Let's do the Legend of Tarzan okay. as a as was, a gift to you. I was gonna my my thing was gonna be all going to do RoboCop, but I get to pick next time what we do because I also let you pick Son in Law. Yeah, this time. So I, if you really want to do RoboCop, we can do that. But no, I'll, no, I'll no, no. Let's do Legend of Tarzan. Let's do Legend of Tarzan. So I have no leverage over you. Yes. <laughs> the only reason. Next time, Madison Jones and I go sliding along those mossy logs as we do the Legend of Tarzan. So. For the Equalizers, I'm Madison Jones. I'm Mike Knoll. To be continued. First take your favorite leg, and then you kick it up to your chest. And then you pump your open palms, and then you really start breaking a sweat. That's all there is, that's really it, you barely even gotta move your butt. Come on, man, now follow my lead, and we'll do that two-step strut. Come on, dance with me. Thank mm-hmm. you.